imagine that your life changes overnight with a huge shift unexpectedly. Imagine that you start feeling low because you are not able to maintain a good health. How would that make you feel? Now imagine that you are able to take control of your life, your mental, emotional and physical health by proactively taking care of yourself in a holistic way. How does that sound? Something similar happened to this human being when she got an unexpected call from her home while she was in New York City and got to know that her father was ill and hospitalized. She moved back to India and the entire responsibility of business fell on her shoulders. Coming from a clinical social work background, she had no idea of business at that point of time. But she felt that if her father would not have been ill, then things might have been different. She started gaining on extra weight few years back and slipping into a low phase of mental and emotional state. All these things started joining the dots one by one and then she decided to take this as a challenge. She believes that everyone has a responsibility to stay fit and healthy. And after that, there was no turning back. She is famously known as the vegan Khaleesi a renowned fitness and lifestyle expert in the domain of plant-based nutrition. She is also the director at a few franchise of Gold Gym in Bangalore, an avid animal lover, body transformation expert, PCOS or PCOD reversal expert, featured in various national media and newspapers as well. She is none other than Roshni Sangvi, who is not just helping people to become fit and healthy, but also intensifying humanity to her best possible extent. So Roshni, welcome to Intensify Humanity podcast and I'm so happy to have you here today. Thank you, Somdada. Thank you so much for that introduction. It was quite a flash down memory lane. <laughs> a lot going on there, yeah. Amazing. So uh, Roshni, I've been following you and um, you are one of the person who is, you know, spreading the awareness and not just spreading the awareness, also help uh, transform people's life in a holistic level in terms of uh, health, fitness, nutrition, everything balanced all over. So my first question to you would be, why vegan? And what is vegan specifically? Yeah, absolutely. So I personally believe in and follow a plant-based diet, which is very similar to a vegan diet, a little bit different, but very similar to a vegan diet. I came across a plant-based diet Diet, um, when I was about in my mid-20s and absolutely fell in love with it. I took up a one-week challenge just for myself because I always knew it was healing. I knew it was, you know, it was good for your body. Uh, but the idea of, you know, plant-based diet says no to all kinds of animal products um, from consuming any form of animal products, be it honey, which comes from bees, be it dairy products, which come from cows, um, or be it alternative dairy products like camel milk and goat milk, which also come from animal. And of course, meat and eggs. So you could think of it as a one step over vegetarian diet. While a vegetarian diet does include some animal products, it does include dairy products and sometimes eggs. A plant-based diet is one step over that. Um, for me personally, it was 100% health. Of course, you know, people follow a plant-based diet for multiple reasons. It could be the environmental impacts of dairy or it could um, be a uh, uh, ethical reasons in the way cows are treated and like, um, you know, dairy farms and slaughterhouses. But for me, it was 100% uh, health. And that was the only reason. I came across this book called The China Study, where I started seeing the impacts of dairy on the human body. 
and personally being in bodybuilding and being in fitness i was hardcore into fitness that time i was preparing myself for a competition and i was working out a lot i was physically you know very 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 active i was working out about 2 hours a day for myself and then seeing a lot of clients and being very physically active and i constantly had joint pains i had really really bad skin and i had a bad gut um i was working with a nutritionist at that time who also put me on a high dairy diet because on a veg i was vegetarian all my life so what she said was on a vegetarian diet the only source of protein is dairy so there was a lot of paneer in my diet and a lot of milk in my diet and my joint pains got worse and this is at the age of like 25 26 uh, or even younger imagine having joint pains but when i was speaking to my staff about it my trainers and other people in the gym they said oh that's that's normal that's that's very common you know when you're lifting weights you have joint pains and it was just taken you you just take word of mouth what people say we are also been told constantly that dairy is good for bones and dairy is good for um protein it's a protein source and it's a calcium source uh, so you never question that you really never question that but when i started studying nutrition myself i i got a degree on holistic nutrition i started with being you know a plant based nutrition sports nutrition and then upgraded to being a holistic nutrition so while i was studying this i started reading the research on dairy i came across the book the china study which i highly suggest everyone everyone in the health and fitness industry needs to read it everyone in the healthcare system must definitely read it um which showed so much it sort of brought attention to what dairy really does in the body how carcinogenic it is how acidic it is and how it's really bad for the bones so i decided to take a one week challenge just to clear up my skin my joint pains wasn't even concerned because i i literally learned to live with it like most of us do but if you have a disease you know you pop a pill you learn to live with it it's it's just that um but i wanted to clear up my skin so i was like okay let me go off dairy for a week and see what happens by day 5 my joint pains went away and this was like i was like how is this even possible by day 5 I didn't have pain something that I mentally and physically just learned to live with. Um my energy levels went up instead of going down and because I was consciously lifting weights um to prepare myself for a competition I was measuring you know I was calculating um how much I'm able to lift on a weekly basis so I had numbers down and I saw that my strength and endurance both aspects went up. I'm sorry I'll just repeat that. and i saw that my strength and endurance both aspects were going up um so contrary to what people say i was getting stronger on being off dairy the one week became one month <laughs> it's been like a few years now and i haven't looked back i i upgraded myself in terms of educating myself so now i choose a vegan diet for myself and you know i i work with clients only on a plant based diet because I know the impacts of dairy on the body not like from personal experience but by reading studies by looking at the research which anyone can really do just go on google and look at the research um and see how bad dairy is for the body how it's linked to diabetes type 1 and type 2 diabetes hypertension um PCOS thyroid and I'm working with these clients helping them reverse the conditions and I refuse to put anything on my client's plate which I know is wrong so a lot of times when I have clients who are transitioning and say Hey, but I want to try a vegan diet, but I'm not fully there. Can I include dairy for the first month? I'm like, I cannot consciously tell you to eat something which I know is doing bad for your body. And people in this age and time, you know, you tell them about crazy diets like you know, um, fasting diet and 
eating only fruits and eating only juice drinking only juices they are more willing to follow that but when you tell people to literally make changes in your lifestyle and eat right and eat healthy that seems like a burden so i want to change certain people that diet does not have to be negative and it doesn't have to be temporary it has to be a permanent solution and associate a positive term to it when you talk about diet it's really changing your food habits for the rest of your life it's not temporary yeah this is amazing because when you shared about you just experimenting for 5 7 days yeah this is what i uh, when i did not even know what vegan is or anything like that there could be a plant based diet something uh, so few years back i started experimenting myself and i went back my memory lane when you exactly shared that because i had lots of skin related issues like pimple and this and that and there were so many treatments done on hormonal changes yeah. so all the dermatologists and everyone gave me heavy dose of medicines telling that it it is it is normal it is hormonal and it was like a shock or a surprising thing for me when i just experimented myself because i was like a milk lover i used to drink milk like every single day one glass and just 7 days i just stopped having milk or paneer or anything yeah. and like magically my skin started changing i was like shocked of course i don't come from a background of uh, you know any kind of nutrition or fitness or anything but that as a layman i was just seeing the change that was doing to my skin and surprisingly roshni you won't the like bloating feeling heaviness that thing went away just within 7 days so Absolutely. that was a huge thing which i noticed when i did not even have any kind of idea about this so thank you for sharing that that yeah, definitely makes sense it sounds like you know when we are talking about it now when people listening to it it sounds like a voodoo how can your skin just you know get cleared in 7 days and how can your joint pains go away um but it does i'm working with clients especially in the geriatric years when they are in their late 50s 60s one of the clients which right now because i just had a consultation with her i can think of she's in her mid 50s um and have struggled with um she struggled with migraines for the past 30 years migraines and vomiting constantly so every single day since the past 30 years she's been taking crocin and migranol two medications every single day for the past 30 years um but still continues to have headaches now and then and still has vomitings very very commonly very often we've got her off medications in two weeks so no crocin no migranol and she's not had a single episode of headache, headaches or vomiting and in just 2 weeks and when i was speaking to her right now because the incident just happened she was literally in tears and she's like 30 years of my life no one told me not a single doctor told me that eating right could fix your migraines no one told me and they put me on medication after medication to solve it i wish i had met you back then you know 2 weeks just imagine your body is so powerful your body is so powerful just tap into it eat right and heal yourself don't learn to live with the disease Yeah. Absolutely and recently i made a post related to this uh, when you said that you know one or two weeks are enough it's like nobody told us so yeah. as i said i went to the doctors and also asked them okay do i need to change something in my food etc they said no food has nothing to do with it you take this medicines and i was like how can this be how can this be and i wasted so much of money into that over 2 3 4 years uh, i mean and just those 7 days changed the entire game altogether and 
like just like you said like it is possible when people actually start doing it themselves and see it yeah so yes. that's amazing and thank you for sharing that roshni so based on this i also definitely want to ask you one factor that you are working in a domain where honestly speaking the awareness is very less given the kind of population we have yeah, yeah. given the conditioning we have yeah. so did you face any kind of challenge or any kind of uh, you know heat or anything that happened challenges 100% um i say this to people generally you know i lose out lakhs of business per month because people are just so scared to transition to a vegan diet and i don't work with people who are not ready to make the change because i know i can't heal i don't know what i don't know what eggs will do to your body you know it'll do bad but i don't know if you'll get the results you want so i i just upfront i'm very honest with people and i lose out a lot of business uh, per month and people might think but you're in a niche so you get a lot of vegan population reaching out that doesn't happen <laughs> but it's okay because i know ethically when i go to sleep at night i know that you know what i'm doing is right i i'm not doing anything wrong um so that's a challenge other thing with living in india there are you know there are powerful voices there are nutritionists and there are dietitians out there with really good you know powerful voices who are entertaining and educating people and telling people to have ghee and milk and paneer and you know without any scientific background and i've reached out to them i've told them i've messaged them i've dm them i've shown them the studies they just blocked me on social media or they stopped replying to my emails because they don't have any answers um and it's it's you know it's sold tell tell someone that eat ghee because our ancestors ate it and all your problems will go away that's that's sold but are you even looking at history are you even looking at the consumption of dairy and how it's grown through the years i mean when you look at someone like 100 years back 50 years back look at your plate the, it was like 5 10% dairy and look at your plate now ice creams and like cheese and all this was not there back then and there was no processed food during that time and so much of uh, you know uh, physical activity and so many like, things were yeah. there exactly. like so it was not there and even from a very you know um, ethical perspective the way the animals were treated was very very different animals treated now i'm not even talking about animals being hormonated because all of them are hormonated growth hormones injected into animals increases the production of milk i'm not even talking about that part but the living conditions of the animals was bad the cortisol level the stress level in the animal is higher and that if you're eating that or if you're eating something that comes out of someone whose cortisol levels are higher it's going to have an impact on your body and you don't need it so you know you don't need dairy to survive you don't need if you talk to a non vegetarian they're going to say no but you can't survive without meat vegetarians are doing it you talk to a vegetarian they're going to say you can't survive without dairy look at the vegan populations across the world look at the movie game changer um, there are athletes on a 100% vegan diet who are thriving they're not surviving they're thriving they're doing better they're living longer they're performing better their speed their performance and there's studies to show this um so when you have nutritionist encouraging people i have a client who's 18 year old working with some nutritionist for a year who had put her on a high dairy diet 18 year old child with cholesterol and it makes me feel so bad and the explanation the nutritionist this is to someone with a degree of nutrition explanation the nutritionist told us when you're losing weight your blood gets thicker and that's why you have cholesterol it's normal and i was like i mean even a layman understands what what is wrong this is not okay you can't have a client if you're working with a client you can't have so it's really sad to see sometimes social media has given all of us you know a voice 
and when someone's telling you have paneer before going to sleep it sounds exciting everyone loves paneer and you want to do that but that's not right for your body that's not okay so that is a challenge i i face all the time um and of course google you know when you have google google is it's google's not going to give you a right or a wrong google's going to give you right opinions and wrong opinions so there are websites there are blogs which say dairy is good for you so when i'm talking to a client and trying to explain them and they would send me a random blog and then i have to but i love that process because for me it's educating the client i honestly do enjoy the process and i i encourage my clients ask me questions ask me questions so you learn you learn and you're going to be empowered to follow something um but yeah no other challenges aside i love my work honestly that is amazing and since you uh, shared that perspective of you know everything is there in the google and there are something written out there something not written out there maybe you know how we you utilize internet might be the biggest thing um, we can use for our better advantage of our health and wellness so because of the advent of internet and you know netflix is bringing out such documentaries where people are taking uh, life threatening situations upon themselves and bringing out what is actually happening yeah. even the companies are saying ki this is good because the money is actually going there so if uh, all the people who are listening this if you have not watched the netflix documentaries of the game changers what the health um a plastic oh, ocean sea spiracy yeah. uh please go ahead and watch it i mean your at least if you don't want to change your lifestyle which is fine but at least you will have some more real knowledge and information at least for you know yeah. you will have it right hand on your so roshni just like you mentioned that uh, you know yes it is evident because people compared ki uh few hundred years back we used to have ghee and all these things but people forget that now that quality purity and everything has changed the lifestyle has changed the processed food etc have come into picture and that is the thing that they are not understanding so in this aspect i would want to ask you that what is the most concerning thing or the funny thing you have come across when dealing with so many people in terms of health and fitness which actually you come across again and again and again yeah um yeah so like you said no things have changed one thing which has changed drastically is when you look at dairy products they are high in the female sex hormone estrogen they have a lot of estrogen because when even a like a lady a woman who's giving birth right after she gives birth the amount of estrogen in the body is higher because she's just given birth to a baby yeah so the estrogen levels are higher dairy products have naturally even if you're not hormonating the animals which they mostly do but if you if you have a cow in your backyard and you're treating it really nicely and you take the milk which is the cow has to get pregnant to give milk if you take the milk which the cow gives it has a lot of estrogen the female sex hormone 50 years back getting that little bit of estrogen from animals didn't have any impact on the body because it was that much little estrogen now we are exposed to estrogen disruptors or hormone disruptors all around our environment example plastic plastic has hormone disruptors so if you drinking something out of plastic or you heating plastic in the microwave then those hormone disruptors get in your food and you're consuming it so you're getting your hormone disruptors from dairy you're getting your hormone disruptors from plastic things you don't think about you go into a grocery store you make a purchase and they give you a receipt yeah that receipt when you're touching it that receipt has estrogen disruptors so if your hand has sweat which all of our hand has it has sweat glands 
or if you've just used sanitizer or if you just you know washed your hands or something and you're touching the receipt you see the black marks on the receipt your your thumbprint actually comes when your thumbprint comes all of that has gone into your skin you are exposing yourself to estrogen disruptors there are foods we eat unconsciously which have hormone disruptors there are foods which will have um aspartam artificial sweeteners which are there in a lot of food and we don't read the label of everything if you read the label we don't understand the words of what is written uh, oligosaccharides how do you know what it is you know we just and we do this now it is a common habit once in a week to eat outside everyone does minimum more but once in a week minimum we are eating from outside so you are exposing yourself to estrogen disruptors and hormone disruptors that plus that plus that plus that throughout the day is adding up and then we say why do i have pcos pcos was not there 50 years back and then we say why is why do i have insulin sensitivity i've tried everything to lose weight why is it not going down darling the weight loss is not because you're not working hard enough you're working really hard you're eating less you're doing everything right it's the hormonal fluctuation in the body which is causing the weight gain and unless you learn to fix the hormonal fluctuation weight gain is going to continue happening you're not going to lose weight so that's another misconception which i've seen people and people are caught now everyone has gadgets you know you have apps like healthify me and um, uh, my fitness pal and chromometer these are wonderful really good apps to track your food which i don't suggest anyone do it no one should be tracking their food and eating that way it's really mentally torturing and i've personally seen uh, you know people who come up to me with eating disorders because they've tracked their calories and macros and try to reach numbers um, so it's not healthy no one should do it but you know if you want you can track your food so sometimes clients come up to me hey i'm eating only 1000 calories a day i'm eating only 800 calories a day but still i'm not losing weight i think my body is plateaued you don't plateau like that and that's another that's a funny misconception athletes who've been training for 6 to 8 months constantly for 4 5 6 hours a day um, they plateau humans like regular people don't plateau you're not plateauing you're not able to see results because it's not food related in your case it could and keep dropping your calories and calories and calories in an attempt to lose weight because the more you keep dropping your calories the more hormonal fluctuation you're causing to your body the more your stress hormones are going up and the harder it will be to fix that yeah work with a specialist who understands hormonal fluctuation who won't ask you to keep eating lesser and lesser and lesser eating less is not the approach when it comes to fat loss yeah or even conditions like um, diabetes and hypertension pcos thyroid it's not about eating less it's about eating the right kind of foods that is amazing i'm sure that people who are exposed to these kind of information and knowledge and the um, experiences mostly importantly experiences and real stories uh, I, i would suggest you take some time out do your own research and think about it ki why are you feeling or living having the lifestyle or having the kind of diseases or chota mota problems why, why is that and since when did it start so you will you know once you join back the dots you will make understand what roshni is ty- trying to say here so those are some really amazing bombs you have shared uh, roshni uh, also now moving on to the next thing i would definitely like to um, ask you when what does roshni do when she is not uh, coaching the clients working with them or not with the clients etc so what are your hobbies i am currently in that phase because i'm just recovering from covid um, mostly when i'm not recovering from covid my days are very occupied because 
I work with clients all across the globe, so it's different time zones. So you know, work mostly starts at six in the morning and goes up to seven, eight in the evening, and then I put it off, and then it's time for myself. But right now, I and I was just thinking about this in the morning. It's such a beautiful time for me because I'm recovering from COVID. Workload is much lesser, and it's a forced ban on my physical activity. <laughs> I can't go work out, and my family wouldn't let me go work out. Um, so I'm genuinely enjoying this time on content consuming. I love um, listening to podcasts. I love reading books. I love consuming content um, with regard to my field. I love exploring mental health and doing courses on mental health, um, certifying myself. That's one branch I want to start exploring and expanding myself into uh, because it's related. You can't have nutrition and fitness and ignore mental health or mindfulness practices. So that's something I genuinely love and look forward to learning. Um, I wish, I really wish I could be a student all my life. Um, or go back to my university and do you know courses pertaining to my field now, because I remember when I was in university, I was so adamant that I did not want to join the family business, which was health and fitness and um, taking care of fitness studios, and I did everything to stay away from that, which is why I got into psychology, very different. Um, but as fate has it, I had to get into health and fitness, so now I want to sort of expand and get back into psychology and see how I can integrate the two. Because so many clients I work with um, in terms of nutritional practices, they start sharing their, you know, they start sharing their feelings and their emotions to me. And I almost always have to say that, hey, I, I'm not the right person. I'll connect you with someone. And then I have to connect them with people. So how beautiful would it be if they are able to, you know, reach out to one person for everything? So that's something I love expanding into. Um, I love spending time with my partner. Uh, we try and do about one travel every two months. Um, so we love exploring new cultures, new places, even if it's like drive away from Bangalore. And Bangalore's so beautifully situated on the map. We have like amazing places all around us. Uh, we have, you know, Kurk and Uti and there's so much around us. We, we are not too far from, if we, if we drive a, a little further, we'll see the beach. And if we drive a little bit, higher we are going to see mountains so we have everything around us so i love doing that um yeah that's about it <laughs> that's amazing i mean when you brought in the aspect of traveling of course it intrigued yeah, my interest as well yeah so that's yeah. amazing to know so what would roshni be if not a fitness and lifestyle expert oh definitely into mental health and so before I got into fitness, when, you know, when you were mentioning that I got a phone call and my dad was hospitalized and I had to travel back immediately, um, I was, I just had given an interview for working at a domestic health center, um, you know, as a case manager. So I was in the, I was in the mental health field and I was working with different populations in clinical social work. So clinical social work is a little bit different from clinical psychology, where we work with underprivileged population and, um, low earning income families. So I was working with immigration and immigrants at that time and I wanted to move into domestic uh, uh, domestic violence. So that was something that I'd just given an interview for. I was really excited and the interview went really well and I was pretty sure I'll get the job. Um, and that weekend I had to leave everything and fly back to Bangalore, which is why I constantly, even now the population I work best with and show the best results with are um, middle-aged men because Personally, I got into the field because of my dad and him being overweight and diabetic. 
And I feel if you're a parent, it's your moral response. It's not a choice. It's your moral responsibility to take care of your health. It's not a choice. Because when I came back to India, there was so much of blame and so much of negativity and hatred uh, towards my dad because I'd built this life in New York. I'd lived there for five years. I made a name for myself. I was earning well and I'd worked really hard to, to be where I was. And overnight someone says, okay, shut all that off and just come back. You know, so of course now it's different and I'm so glad I came back and uh, I'm able to reach out to more people now because I have my own business and expanded the way I want to expand it. Um, and I understand connecting the dots now. But at that time, I was like, if you're a parent, no child has to go through this. Because I was always overloved, overpampered. I, I didn't even know how to open my own bank account. I didn't know anything. I had to do nothing. So when I came back, suddenly it was all these responsibilities of, you know, taking care of a team of men in the fitness industry who never respected me because being a woman and being in this field younger than them, and then giving them orders, you know, it didn't come because they didn't respect me. It was, it was a funny, funny face, <laughs> challenging, but funny face. Um, but then, you know, you start learning and then you get into fitness and you certify yourself and then they start respecting you. So that phase had, everyone has to go through certain challenges. But if you're a parent, you can't put your children to that. Imagine as a child getting a phone call saying, hey, your dad's in the hospital. We are not sure if he'll come back home. No child has to go through that. So, you know, if you have kids, you have to take care of your health. You cannot take that for granted. So I, I want to spread that message across to the world now. That is so beautiful. I mean, I'm sure Ki, at least now people will start taking the ownership and responsibility upon yeah. themselves, at least not for them, at least for their children. Absolutely. That's huge. That's huge. So what is the message you want to give to our listeners and how can the listeners connect with you and learn from you? Uh, you can connect with me through my website. My website has details to all my social media pages, uh, which has a lot of free content and sign up for my newsletter. Um, I try and give out so much free information in very short, short readable paragraphs for daily actionable tips through my newsletter. If there's one message, then I would say it's not hard. You know, being on a vegan diet, you've done it yourself. Um, so, you know, Somdata, and you know, it's not hard. It's not like boring, taste, boring, tasteless food. In fact, if you follow me on Instagram, you see, you know, burgers and pizzas and everything. I enjoy, actually, I'm a big foodie. So it's not, not, you know, you can, healthy and tasty is actually the same thing. It's really just the same thing. And you can uh, be on a nutrition program for the rest of your life. And it doesn't have to be hard work. It's not hard. Fitness is not hard. Fitness is in fact meditative. That 30 minutes, 45 minutes with your headphones just by yourself is that time for yourself. It's fun. It's taking your time away from the world, especially when you share multiple relationships. You're a father, you're a husband, you're a, a son, you know, you're a brother. You have so many things, so many relationships to take care of. You have employees looking up to you or you have deadlines and you have a boss, you know, who's always behind your back. Then taking the 30, 45 minutes, one hour is meditative. It's fun. It's like, it's playing a game like you know like cricket like it's not difficult the first few days in the gym are hard but besides that get over that it's going to be the most fun time of your day so it's not hard fitness is not hard nutrition is not hard making lifestyle changes is easy it's a challenge take up small challenges take up a challenge to eat a cup of fruits every day 
and see how you feel after a month not in terms of your health of course that limbru but in terms of mental health you're going to feel so confident that i took up something and i did it and it's such a simple thing just a cup of fruits a day that's it and there you go that's your first step into nutrition nutrition is not complicated it's not sourcing quinoa from south africa and only that will get you healthy no small things you know it's not hard so one message it's not hard but dive into it start start somewhere that's powerful that's powerful so everyone who is listening start taking small steps and you don't have to do as uh, roshni just mentioned you don't have to run behind quinoa chia seeds and this and that you can just start from whatever is available in your kitchen in terms of simple fruits and vegetables so take up the challenge and see your life change for the better so thank you roshni this was amazing and i'm going to link down uh, all the uh, you know website link that roshni shared in the description box you can check there so thank you roshni this was just mind blowing and a complete um, new domain perspective that people can actually change their lifestyle if they want to their health their fitness everything so thank you for sharing all these things with us um, and i really loved this discussion with you thank you thank you so much for having me thank you so much